Welcome to Aurora. My name is Tim Difford. Aurora is the podcast from Soprasteria's Horizon Scanning Team. This team explores the technological themes which will be affecting our clients, their businesses and their customers in the three to five year time frame. And in this episode, we discuss the themes that we'll be researching and discussing over 2016. I'm joined by my Horizon Scanning colleagues, Richard Potter and Ben Gilbert. So I'm really excited about our research program for, for the coming year. Um, uh, we've, been, we've been researching our horizon scanning activity for over a year now. Yeah. Um, the thing that we affectionately call Aurora. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to the work that we're going to be doing on it this year. Um, our horizon scanning, as we know, is, is really important for us as, as a company in understanding what's likely to be disrupting our world in about three three or so years ahead of where we are. But it's also something that we, we discuss very closely with our clients, helping them to consider those things. I think it's something about the approach that we're taking this year that, that really excites me. So uh, what we decided to do is uh, we're staying with six topics, so six different topics to give us time to really be able to search them in kind of a, a suitable depth where we feel we've got enough research in each of them. Uh, and they're going in horizontal and vertical streams. Um, horizontally, we're really exploring the, the specific groups which we think are most influential, which goes from the individual, so us, just individual humans, going through to the workplace and how it's going to impact you know, the world in which we work, and then finally the, the world as a whole, so the planet. I think that's great, isn't it? Having that perspective of the context yeah. is going to give us a really, really good added dimension to the work that we're doing. Yeah, and you know it's nice because it connects individuals right to the connected planet as a whole, which is nice. So that's the sort of the, the stream that runs ac across it, and we we're sort of slicing that uh, in a different way this time by looking at three areas of disruptive technologies that affect all of those. And I think the stories that we're going to be telling is is, is where those technologies touch each of those sort of uh, lenses that we're looking at the world through uh, in a sense. So we'll be looking at how um, intelligent insight and automation affects everybody uh, from individuals through organizations into the planet as well as changes in the way we interact uh, with with computers and the world and onto uh, new technologies that are really really disrupting all sorts of uh, industries uh, around disrupted uh, um, distribution so so these are things that we're going obviously going to unpack a little bit more as we go through the coming months but let's just give a little little teaser now about the kinds of uh, the kinds of areas that we're interested in looking for. Um, so let's um, let's look at this context first. So, and let's look, Ben Ben mentioned the individual. So Tim, let's let's look at what we're calling the digital human. Yeah. So the digital human is is really the impact of, of disruptive change on all of us and, and, and what that looks like. And, and some of the things that we'll, we'll be looking at is the fact that we very much exist in in a mesh of, of devices and, and contact. We, uh, we're looking at a global economy uh, very shortly with up to a trillion sensors everywhere. So the world we walk through is increasingly connected to us in as much as we're connected to that. And it's, it's about what influences that, that world will have on the way we live our lives. Yeah, re really exciting that. The yeah. fact that you're never going to be disconnected and, yeah. you know, always... A world of almost perfect knowledge. Unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> really excited about that. And, th and then we're looking at the workplace. Ben, what? 
Yeah, so the workplace we've titled the organic enterprise. So uh, partly for this topic, I think we wanted to keep it grounded in the workplace as we are a business and it's you know, very much in our interest to understand how we think kind of ourselves and different businesses are going to grow and evolve. Um, and a lot of the patterns we're seeing are things like uh, a huge shift towards contract work. Uh, people are increasingly working for shorter periods of time on project work. It, it could be a, a short contract assignment. And um, Initially, the view on this was very much uh, thinking, ah, it's so easy for the business. We don't need to think about annual leave. We don't need to think about sick pay. All of these things are going to be sorted out by the employer themselves. But the reality of it seems to us at this point to be that it's, it's going to be very complicated. They've got to find a way to protect their intellectual property in, in spite of the people coming and going so much more quickly. And they're actually finding there's more bureaucracy involved in doing that. So those management layers which may have disappeared 10, 20 years ago are, are coming back again. You know, even though it seems as though oh, we don't need them because everyone's contract works. So. That's great, isn't it? And that's why I love the, the fact that we've called it the organic enterprise because this paradox between you know, the agility and the fluidity of that but actually the complexity then that that creates mm. for, for the organisation. Absolutely brilliant. And then all of this exists within what we're calling the, the broader context, which is the connected planet, which is about the fact that this world that we're now living in is, is so much more connected, leading to these big demographic shifts. Um, you Know, enabling people to to expand their digital horizons so much more than they they, they have been in the past. Um, we're exploring concepts that we've discovered around the, the next pats. These are you know these are people that rather rather than being expats that live in these little enclaves of their own their own original uh, culture in these far far from places are now are now uh, very much immersing themselves in the world that they've moved into, but then still reaching back into the old motherland where they're, mm. they're still working through the, the connected technology. Lots of big demographic shifts around that story that we'll be exploring. Really good. So, so that's our context, that's our, our world. Um, the key thing then is, is what are the what are the technological drivers and enablers of these big shifts that, that we're seeing? And again, we've 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 broken that down into three areas that we're going to be looking at this year. Um, and the first of this is is associated with insight and automation and robotics. Yeah, I, for us, I think we we know that uh, analytics and data analytics is is huge and it's going to remain huge for a long time. But it's been here for a while. But what we're starting to see is a slight change in how it's being approached and how that's going to kind of impact those, you know, the three different uh, kind of stakeholders we've we've just gone through. But um, essentially, we we've looked at uh, predictive analytics. Uh, we're able to forecast, to a degree at least, the weather or financial patterns if we think there's going to be an economic upturn or downturn, and that's been done. It's been done for years. But increasingly, we're seeing uh, the point uh, where computers are able to prescribe within their analytics. So it's prescriptive analytics to say, if you want to reach this outcome, you need to feed this in. And if you feed this in, this is what will happen. Um, and then it reaches onto robotics as well, because as we begin to trust their decisions more and more, and uh, we stop having to have the person that's saying, yes, OK, I believe the machine's made the right decision, a robot can do that for us. Um, and it, it's going to hugely impact you, know, not only us as individuals, but the workplaces, because how many people are going to be, uh, are going to have to find different jobs, because we now trust a machine to make that decision for them. 
And this is, a, you know, this is an extension of a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about over the last year, isn't it? And the, the shift into the kind of the algorithm economy and the rise of the machines and the impact that that's yeah. going to have, not just on the results in terms of the work that we're doing, but also the demographics and the experiences of us as human beings. Some, some really exciting stuff to look at in that space there. Um, let's move on to our, our second our technological enabler behind this, Tim. What, yeah, what are we going to be is, looking at? Yeah, this is all about uh, ubiquitous interaction, is, is our phrase at least, for how we describe the way we interface with computers. It relates very much to uh, what I was talking about earlier from a human perspective in terms of this device mesh that we exist in, but it's really talking about how what is a very smartphone-centric world at the moment in terms of the way we prefer to engage with uh, computers and the internet to find information is changing through not just wearables and the internet of things but also increasingly into this concept of no interface whatsoever and already there are examples out there of how we are beginning to engage with uh, with systems and machines in ways that we never thought we would be doing before there are banks already allowing people to uh, carry out financial transactions purely based on the on the, the their voice patterns in terms of the the biometric recognition process that they have in place there's this this haptic technology which increasingly we're seeing through through wearables reminding of things to do but also uh, in also in the automotive industry as well where uh, companies like Mercedes are are introducing vib vibrating accelerator pedals to let you know when your your uh, hybrid car is moving from uh, from uh, electric power to fuel power and things like that so these are only just the, the sort of tip of the iceberg in terms of what's coming, but uh, big changes in the way we interact. And I think we're going to be seeing this increasingly, isn't it, about, about the way that, that you're interacting with technology no longer through a screen and a keyboard, and that that, that interaction is going to be much more immersive and uh, much more sort of intuitive and incidental to the way that you're living. Um, you know, super excited about that one. We we're already talking to many of our clients about the potential of, of this, this field. Um, and then that moves us on to the, the final big technological enabler that's, that's a little bit technology, but it's also about the, you know, a change in the way that we work, which is, which is called um, distributed disruption, um, which, um, which is a broad church uh, that covers, that extends the journey from Uber and Airbnb and the sharing economy into some really exciting work that we put in this area around distributed ledgers and the blockchain. And, and the, this whole field of research is, is exploring how, how we, the, the impact of using distributed solutions to transactional and service problems um, brings great disruption. And, and great insight into the, the way that we can we can we can we can deliver these services in future. Um, that it's it's a it's a massive field, a huge potential for excitement. Um, not you know not just in the area of blockchain and, and cryptocurrency and and all of those distributed ledger solutions, but much much more to come around that. So re really really quite excited about that. Um, so a good. A good year ahead, um, and much of this will be covered as we'll be doing our usual ramble through this as we go through the year, trying to pick off at least uh, one of these topics every week. And uh, the, the 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 thing that we're we're really enjoying about this new model that we've got on the future is is that because we've got these contextual perceptions alongside these enabling perceptions, we can also do some lovely intersections between the context and these enablers as well, and tell tell some really rich stories.
increase. So as the podcast develops through the year, we're going to be extending that knowledge. We're going to try and introduce some new things this year and bring in some external speakers that are going to add a little bit more insight into it along the way. But it'll be filled with the usual highbrow repartee that, <laughs> that we ramble through to. along the way. Um, Getting my uh, thesaurus ready. Yeah, Ben's reaching for the thesaurus. Um, and and, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be sharing that with you as much as we can. Uh, we're looking for as much... Uh, much contribution from anybody that, that listens to it just as much as from ourselves as yeah, well. And so. guest speakers. Yeah, and any suggestions <laughs> for guest speakers to contribute to our understanding yes, of this that would be absolutely yeah. brilliant to do. Yeah. So keep listening and uh, I, hope, I hope you enjoy listening to the podcast as much as we enjoy making it this year. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to Aurora, the podcast from Soprasteria's Horizon Scanning Team. We contribute to our UK blog at blog.soprasteria.co.uk. Plus, if you get your daily news fix from the Flipboard app on iOS, Android or Windows devices, search for Aurora to find a magazine curated by the team, featuring the latest stories which grab our attention from around the world. I tweet at Tim Difford. Richard tweets at richpotter underscore. And Ben tweets at ben underscore innovates. I'm Tim Difford. You've been listening to Aurora. Mm-hmm.